You are now listening to Well-Fed Women, the show that's been radically changing the way women perceive health, fitness, and their bodies since 2015. I'm your host, Noelle Tarr. Submit your questions to wellfedwomen at gmail.com, and you can keep up with the show on Instagram at wellfedwomen. Hello and welcome to the Well-Fed Women podcast. I'm your host, Noelle Tarr of coconutsandkettlebells.com. This is episode number 333, and I am so glad that you are here because if you have been following any health experts or influencers in the last decade, you're likely well aware of the fact that CBD has taken the health world by storm. And in recent years, CBD products have exploded on the market, which has resulted in a huge uptick in interest and questions and just confusion about what CBD is, where it comes from, and how to use it. And it's really most popular for helping with sleep, anxiety, and pain, which just so happens to be the three things that I deal with, and I know many of you do too, which is why I started experimenting personally with CBD oil. Uh, probably about six months ago to help with chronic pain and sleep. And it's really impacted me positively. I think it's it's really what keeps my circadian rhythms balanced. If I have a stressful day or I'm, you know, have a, a long day where at the end of the day I feel chronic pain and I think it's going to inhibit my sleep or I don't think I know it's going to inhibit my sleep. It's something that I use preemptively now to help me get consistent sleep and just keep my circadian rhythms intact because as many of you know, it, they can get disrupted so quickly. Your sleep is just the quickest thing to go when stress hits. And it's the cycle that you get stuck in. You can't sleep because you're stressed and you're stressed more and more and your body crumbles because you aren't sleeping. So CBD has become something that I use personally to stop that cycle. And because so many of you have so many questions, I'm going to be talking with a CBD expert. He knows the ins and outs of, he's in the industry and he's been in the industry for quite a few years. And he knows the ins and outs of everything from manufacturing to quality to dosage. So we're really going to talk about what exactly is CBD and how to know you're getting a product that is actually going to work and has been properly tested and extracted and all the things. So I'm excited to geek out. But before we do, because we're going to dive right into it, I want to give a little primer on CBD so you know exactly what it is when we're talking about it. Many of you have been asking for this, so here it is. CBD is the abbreviation for cannabidiol, and it is found in cannabis plants. Currently, we know of over 100 cannabinoids, THC, and CBN are two other well-known types. CBD is non-psychoactive. It's a non-psychoactive compound. THC is actually the main psychoactive compound, so that's what gives you a high feeling. So when you hear about CBD versus THC levels, that's the difference. CBD products contain extracts from the hemp plant, which is naturally high in CBD and has little to no THC. So here's the interesting thing. We all have an endocannabinoid system. 
So if you've never heard of that before, don't be alarmed. Like I didn't either before really hearing about CBD, but we all have this system in our body. And it has three components. So there are receptors, enzymes, and then endocannabinoids. So yes, we actually make our own cannabinoids. They're called endocannabinoids, and they're naturally occurring. They're lipid-based neurotransmitters. We know of two primary ones that the body produces as of right now, and then the receptors for the endocannabinoids are all over your body, specifically in organs and tissues associated with our nervous system. So our body produces endocannabinoids. They interact with receptors, and then enzymes help to break them down once they've been used. So what does the endocannabinoid system do? That is a great question and one that is still being explored and one that took me a long time to figure out. So research suggests it's really involved with homeostasis. So so something's off in the body. The body will produce endocannabinoids to regulate it. So it helps to modulate the central nervous system. It helps with immunity, appetite, digestion, and inflammation. That is, that's a load right there. So it's involved with a lot of things and homeostasis and our body staying in balance. So for example, if the body temperature is out of normal range, the endocannabinoid system regulates it without altering a bunch of other processes. So once the endocannabinoid system brings the body back into balance and regulates temperature, the enzymes break down the cannabinoids. So how does this relate to CBD? So CBD is a plant cannabinoid that interacts with our endocannabinoid system. ECS for short, which I may use here in the future because that's such a mouthful. Um, So CBD doesn't actually bind easily with these cannabinoid receptors that we have in the body. Instead, it works by inhibiting reuptake of the body's own endocannabinoids, and it can stop the breakdown of key neurotransmitters. So it actually can interact with other receptors in the body, like serotonin receptors, which is why it can help with anxiety. And then certain receptors that are responsible for pain and inflammation, um, CBD can interact with those, which is why so many people use it for pain relief. The research specifically about CBD is it's very preliminary. So simply, I mean, really, that's because that It's only been more recently made widely available, but CBD has already demonstrated a broad range of potential health benefits for people with conditions. I have seen research about autism, about inflammation, about inflammatory bowel disease, and then certain conditions like fibromyalgia. Now, a lot of these are short-term studies. They're with small groups of people, and the dosage is pretty high. So it's something closer to, you know, in the 100 milligram range, which a lot of products right now are, you know, you'll see five milligrams here or like 10 milligrams here. So it's it's a higher range for sure. The strongest evidence that we have for CBD is um, when it comes to frequency of seizures and certain like rare disorders. And there's there's just a lot of preliminary human data. Um, I even saw some on just anxiety and PTSD and Parkinson's disease. So, and then there's really interesting research on IBS. CBD can actually support the maintenance of the intestinal barrier. So again, very interesting. Um, More is definitely to come in, I think, what we know. And so while we're kind of in the middle of this movement, I think it's really important 
to know exactly what we should be looking for because right now the CBD industry is largely unregulated. And that's what we're going to dive into with Alex because it's a really new, it's just a whole new world. It's a lot of new terms and words. And I want you all to know what you're looking at and how to use CBD depending on your current situation. So let's do it. Before we dive in, if you struggle with blood sugar spikes or drops or experience symptoms of blood sugar dysregulation, we all know what those are. That's hanger, shakiness, the 3 p.m. energy crash. You can absolutely benefit from specific nutrients that are known to support the stabilization of blood sugar metabolism like biotin, chromium, and alpha lipoic acid. Many bodily functions such as hunger, sleep, mood, your energy levels are all glucose dependent, which means your optimal daily performance is reliant on balanced blood glucose. And many things can disrupt your blood sugar like diet, uh, stress, hormone imbalances. But the good news is there are some amazing natural nutrients that are great for improving blood sugar regulation, and they can be found in Bioptimizer's Blood Sugar Breakthrough. It's basically a compound supplement that contains research-based ingredients that have been scientifically proven to optimize blood sugar levels. It has chromium and biotin, which are key nutrients that support blood sugar metabolism and insulin production, and berberine, which research suggests may improve insulin sensitivity. Bioptimizer's blood sugar breakthrough doesn't have any cheap filler ingredients or preservatives. So if you're struggling struggling with blood sugar dysregulation, almost a tongue twister, I highly recommend giving this a try. So go to bloodsugarbreakthrough.health slash well-fed to get our podcast community discount. You all know we always get the best deals. So you should be able to get a bundled discount and then you can use our code wellfed10 to get an additional 10% off. Again, that's three words. So blood, B-L-O-O-D, sugar, S-U-G-A-R, and then breakthrough, B-R-E-A-K-T-H-R-O-U-G-H dot health forward slash wellfed and then use our code WELLFED10 for an additional 10% off. They're great supportive nutrients, again, for balancing blood sugar and improving improving insulin function. So if you're stressed, your diet's been off, give blood sugar breakthrough a go. Now let's bring on Alex. Alex is the co-founder and co-CEO of Feels, which is a wellness brand offering clean, premium, high-efficacy CBD tinctures to help naturally reduce stress and manage anxiety and pain and restlessness. He has been highly involved in the development of uh, Feels products and just all the research and things that are going on with CBD. Before Feels, Alex was actually the co-founder or actually the founder and the president of Ad Exchange, which is an affiliate network platform for online marketing and ad placement. He graduated from the University of Colorado and he currently resides in Denver, Colorado. So welcome, Alex. I am so excited to have you here. Thank you, Noelle. Happy to be here. Thanks for taking the time. Yeah. So we talked on the phone a few times and you were so nice to answer all of my annoying questions about CBD. And even just before we we hopped on, I was 
telling you that this is just this very confusing and it's a lot and it's overwhelming. And so you took uh, you gave me a lot of your time and talked me through a lot of it and talked me through the different components of CBD and CBD oil and even just how to take it and tinker with it, which is why I personally take um, feels CBD oil regularly. So I'm excited to dive a little deeper into CBD and really just what's been happening in the industry in the last few years, because it's been pretty incredible to see something launch to market or see this new compound, like all of a sudden people are talking about it more. And then it spreads so quickly and helps so many people. So talk to me about when you first heard about CBD. I'd be interested to know that. And then what made you want to get involved with like CBD products and and manufacturing? Yeah, thank you. I appreciate that question to start with um, and give a little bit of a backstory of just kind of who I am and how we got here today. Uh, Really high level, born and raised in Boston, Massachusetts, Uh, born and raised and then made my way to Colorado, uh, where I did a finance degree at University of Colorado and then delayed getting a J-O-B for as long as I could. Uh, I taught skiing at Beaver Creek. Uh, I taught in the adaptive program, so taught children with special needs how to ski, which was incredibly rewarding. Mm-hmm. And then I uh, got my first entrepreneurial opportunity in 2012. Uh, this is when I met the co-founders of Feels, um, but we launched an ad tech company. Um, it was all about digital acquisition and selling products on the internet. And fast forward 19 months, the company was a rocket ship. Uh, we went from zero to 100 million in revenue in 19 months. And we were fortunate enough to go through a liquidity event in 2015. And during that reset time, uh, it was really a chance for myself to focus on my own mental health. Um, I've battled anxiety and depression since I was in high school. I was not public about this until I was 33 years old, so I'm 36 now. And so just being public about being on an antidepressant and trying all sorts of natural remedies um, was something that really I was drawn to. So during that reset time after 2015, I was introduced to CBD into probably about 2016. And it was a total game changer for my anxiety. I was using Xanax prior to that, trying to find a natural remedy, but I was introduced to it and it was a total game changer specifically around anxiety. It became a staple of my kind of wellness package. And when I was introduced to it, it was early innings of CBD. It definitely, Mm -hmm. I had never heard of it. I certainly have heard of THC, but CBD was new to me. Um, So we approached cautiously, did a lot of research, but Um, It was an exciting time for me to find a natural product to manage anxiety. Yeah, I bet. Um, Had you tried a lot of other things prior to CBD to manage your anxiety just from like a supplements perspective or had you and had you been on medication since high school? Yeah, so I didn't try as much on the supplement side. I have to be honest, I've been using an antidepressant for the last two years, and it works. It's really helped uh, kind of mood stabilize for me. And I've supplemented that SSRI with uh, CBD. So Mm. early on, when I was first introduced to CBD, I wasn't a natural supplement seeker, I would say. Mm -hmm. I tried diet, I tried different um, elimination diets, trying to find if I could find a better balance. But it was, this was really the first natural remedy that I was really leaning into. Hmm. 
And so, is this um, something that you've introduced? Like, I, we know that anxiety and depression can, like, run in your family and it can be genetic, even if, like, your immediate, you know, family members maybe don't deal with it. But it is something that, like, impacts other family members. Have you been able to introduce, like, CBD as an alternative to, like, family and friends that have that are struggling too? Yeah, absolutely. In my family, my mom is using it for more on the arthritis side for inflammation. Um, it's been a really a game changer for her. And then my sister has been using it for sleep. Um, and so it's really unique how CBD and different size doses can, you know, really affect people differently. But it's definitely it's a the branding of feels and the and the genesis of why we started it. We really wanted to make a product that was approachable for our you know, our millennial friends, but also approachable for our parents. So we mm -hmm. kind of leaned into the branding side of CBD, your mom would try was kind of the branding <laughs> messaging we wanted to, to try to nail. And it's been, it's been really cool to see this cross generational passing of CBD. So we've got our millennial friends using it for anxiety and telling their parents about it for, you know, later in life. Um, so it's been really unique to see that cross-generational product that's so universal. That's funny because I, I did start taking it probably last year and um, like a few months later, you know, I'm like talking to my mom and she's already been trying it, which is so funny. So I just like, it's one of those things that all of a sudden it, everybody's, like you said, is cross-generational and it, and everybody's kind of taking it for different things. Specifically, I think three things that, that have impact millennials especially, but also just society, like where we've kind of, how we've kind of evolved and, and especially during the, the pandemic, and we're all on our computers more and we're not outside a ton and things are just, it's stressful. Yeah. You know, stress has been really heavy, um, both, I think, directly and indirectly, like that indirect stress where we're not necessarily meet. Like people think of stress as, you know, oh, I, I went through a death in the family. I have a ton of grief or my job, I have this huge project and I got to go, go, go. But really, there's a lot of indirect stress, which is like not getting enough sunshine, sitting in front of your computer a ton. And all of that is added up over the past year, where I think that, you know, people are just overwhelmed with anxiety, sleep issues. And also there's this other, you know, facet of chronic pain, which being a chronic pain sufferer myself, this is, this is why I decided to try CBD initially, because when you're in chronic pain, you kind of will do anything. And I didn't want to be on three ibuprofen every six hours for the rest of my life. So, um, it's really interesting that and the more that I have kind of pursued CBD for chronic pain, I've noticed a lot of more people, a lot more people struggling with chronic pain as well, because like depression, chronic pain is sort of a, a silent, um, a thing that you, you deal with silently. Like you can't necessarily see it, but it's there. Um, you know, somebody can fake it on the outside, but it's still much very be underneath. And so, um, I love that there's kind of, like these compounds, which we're going to get to in a second uh, and talk more about in a second. But I love that that CBD can kind of um, help a variety of things, which, in my opinion, kind of all cross over. <laughs> like a lot of times yeah. people who have sleep issues also have anxiety or people who have chronic pain also struggle with depression. So um, le and let's just jump right into what the heck is CBD? What does it stand yep. for? And, and what is it? Because I know now everybody's like, what are you saying? So. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. So I guess it starts with the cannabis plant. Uh, it's a uh, the top of the food chain, and it splits into two types of different cannabis plants. There's hemp, 
and then there's marijuana. And so we have been extracting CBD, also known as cannabidiol, and it is a compound, one of the over 100 compounds found in the hemp plant. And so most of us are familiar with THC, which is the psychoactive compound that people find in marijuana. We have been extracting CBD from hemp-derived plants. And so when we looked at this new compound that has just getting started really on the research side of what it can help with, uh, we really leaned into what efficacy was. And it's not just CBD, but there's multiple compounds in the hemp plant that when you extract them and you get them together, so what's called a full spectrum product, I know we'll get there in a second, it makes a big difference. So not only do our products have CBD, but we have trace amounts of CBG, CBC, and also trace amounts of THC. Hmm. Okay. So are CBD products legal? Because you talked about THC and marijuana and hemp, but this is from hemp. So are CBD products legal? And if so, can you tell me the history of that? Like when they, when did they start to become legal? Yeah, that's a great question. So in 2018, we, or let me back up. In 2018, there was a farm bill that passed that allowed hemp derived products Mm -hmm. to be extracted so long as they were below 0.3% THC by dry weight. So that 2018 Farm Bill Act really opened up our industry to really, it was the genesis to start things really on uh, moving quickly. We actually launched before that. And it was it was the wild, wild west. We barely could get a bank account. We barely could get merchant processing. And we've seen the industry mature so much in just the two years since we launched. So the short answer is yes, we are shipping to all 50 states. Um, and we're following federal guidelines on our extraction process, making sure everything is triple lab tested hmm. below the 0.3% THC and not required right now, but we are going a step ahead and really anticipating making sure we're transparent with our consumers. So the short answer is yes, um, it is legal, but it is forever changing as well. Each state has a different opinion right now. So we're, we're very in tune with each state, what they're trying to accomplish, but it's also we're seeing it mature so quickly recently with legalization on the marijuana side with, I think, up to, I think, 18 states now. So we're definitely, it's it's happening before us, but I, th- I guess the starting point was that 2018 Farm Bill Act where it really catapulted the CBD industry. Interesting. Okay. So I'm going to jump ahead to one of my questions because you already answered it, but it doesn't sound like CBD companies are required to test their products after. So after the manufacturing process, um, there is no testing required to make sure that it is below the THC and also that it has the CBD uh, milligrams that are like advertised. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not required right now, but we are triple lab testing from seed to shelf, we call it. So from the actual hemp plant, we're doing all of the lab tests from a third party. Then we're going into the finished product. And then also once it is combined with the carrier agent, we're doing a final test to ensure that it has the correct amount of 
CBD that we're advertising. We are triple lab testing on all things pesticides. Since this is an agricultural product, we're making sure everything is following organic practices. And then I think the the interesting, and you were alluding to it, I think that the FDA actually came out about six months ago and said that 50% of the products on the market were misadvertised, saying they had more CBD than they, or excuse me, less CBD than it actually stated, or mm. more THC than what the legal limit is. So I think when when folks are looking for a product and want to make sure they're looking for something that's safe and triple lab tested, ask for those lab tests from the customer experience team. Hop on a call with the customer experience team and ask those questions of what tests and can I see this specific batch that I'm about to order? Could I see that lab test? And lab tests can be confusing as well. So I encourage anybody that's interested, if if the customer experience team is willing to talk you through that and walk through a lab test and share the results, that's really important to have a conversation um, around really what is in your product. So I'm just going to come out and say it. You all know I don't have any products on here that I don't use personally. Most of the time I find something I love and then I go and ask them to sponsor. Element was one of the first sponsors that I had actually not heard about, saw the product and was like, this is exactly what I've been looking for, started using it. And I think it has become my most favorite product ever that I get to talk about on the show, which is such a blessing. And I'm so thankful that they support this podcast. I use it every day. It has made such a huge difference. Just comparing last year and what I was doing in terms of my workouts in the heat. And this year, I even, I mean, even this week, I just did a 45 minute workout, had element after just one pack it had a had a a glass of of element afterwards and it I didn't feel anything like I didn't feel the fatigue I didn't feel the dizziness nothing and it just made such a huge difference in my ability to recover and my energy levels so if you are active or you're following a whole foods diet I think that you can see such positive result from electrolyte replacement like element and that's spelled l-m-n-t electrolytes are so important because water absorption in your body is dependent upon the absorption of key electrolytes like sodium and magnesium and potassium yes it is intentionally high in sodium because we lose it so quickly when we sweat and it because when you have like a whole foods diet like so many of you are following it's naturally low in sodium And so if you are low in sodium, it shows up as dizziness and muscle cramps and headaches and fatigue and even sleep disturbances. So Element actually makes these grab-and-go electrolyte replacement supplements. You just take a recharge packet, which they have all different flavors, mix it with water, and then you sip on it. There is no sugar, gluten fillers, artificial ingredients, and it's paleo-friendly. It's the first of its kind. I used to work in the endurance athlete industry, and always was looking for something like this and here it is so i've been using element regularly on workout days um i usually drink it right afterwards but now with the heat happening like <laughs> the heat wave it's 97 degrees today here actually i've actually been drinking it a little bit even on my off days and it, it's made such a difference so there is a brand new watermelon flavor it's amazing there is a limited edition grapefruit flavor i love that they're coming out with all these new flavors for us because they know we drink it on a daily basis and the variety is great so 
grab grapefruit if you can. It reminds me a lot of raspberry. It's slightly tart, but slightly sweet, which is perfect. Um, if you want to try a variety of flavors, just grab a free sample box by going to drink lmnt.com forward slash well fed that's drink lmnt.com forward slash well fed you'll just pay for shipping and you can try all the a variety of the flavors and figure out which which one's your favorite and just see how it, how it works for you try it on workout days try it on days that you're out in the heat and then if you love it come back use our, our link and you can do the buy three boxes get one free that's the best value um, and you can pick the flavors that you want so again that's drink lmnt.com forward slash well fed yeah that's the one thing i th i think that that um i won't say worried i try not to say that i'm worried because i don't want to worry about things but that's one of the things that concerned me because you know products supplements in general are it's like the wild wild west you can kind of slap anything on a bottle and say it contains something but does it really and so uh, to me that with with kind of a new compound like cbd you're telling somebody this has this amount of cbd and you're promising that it doesn't have thc or it has you know below a specific percentage but like did you even test that and so much can change through the manufacturing process i learned that a yeah. lot when i when i joined beauty counter is like a lot of products actually become contaminated or have, you know, certain things like like will become contaminated with heavy metals or parabens or endocrine disruptors yep. in that manufacturing process. And so if companies aren't testing their end products, you actually don't know if it is safe or reputable or it has what it says it has. So, yeah, yeah. That's a great, great point. And I yeah. think the unique part with feels every one of our products has a QR code um, and that QR code is going to link to your specific lab tests from seeds. So you're going to see every lab test that we have done. So it's definitely it's it's setting the bar high, I think, for transparency in the industry. But you're right when it comes to, you know, there's so many steps in the manufacturing process that things can go wrong. Um, mm -hmm. So I think we're, we're quite proud on the transparency side of things and taking that extra step for our consumers. Okay, so we know what CBD is. How does CBD actually interact with the body? And what the heck is the endocannabinoid system? Because yeah. I'm going to yeah. be honest, I was like, I, I need a visual. What is this endocannabinoid? What had the what the system? Like, so, <laughs> so talk to me about how it actually interacts in the body. And, and what's this system, which I feel like is sort of I don't know. I think it's so cool when we're still at a place in our in our like research where we're like, oh, there's this new system and here here's what we're learning about it. So tell me what we so far what we know. <laughs> yeah. So we just learned about the endocannabinoid system in the 1980s. And so it's a system that we all have and we're pretty much we're pre-wired for CBD. And I like to look at it as kind of like a it's like a lock and key. So each person is so unique on how CBD will affect them. And it's interesting that a small dose may affect you, Noel, a certain way, and I may need twice as much to feel that same effect. And so the endocannabinoid system is really a lock and key that opens up a, a balancing of our system. So whether that be for inflammation or emotions, it really, it can, it's so unique to each person, but it's when it did come out and starting the research in the 1980s, it's, it's been it's pretty new and it's we're just the tip of the iceberg i'd like to think that we're just doing the right research to find out how 
each cannabinoid and what that unlocks for each individual. And so we talk about CBD, we talk about THC, but maybe CBG is really the cannabinoid to unlock inflammation. And so we're really, we're starting to lean into this data-driven approach of how each one of our members is getting the benefits and being able to quantify what that is and how much CBD or CBG someone needs. So hmm. it's pretty unique, but the endocannabinoid system is certainly um, a lock and key is the best way I like to explain it. Yeah, I had to look up, uh, and if you Google, like, as you're listening to this, it, it might help because, again, I'm a visual learner, but I had to kind of look up some, like, wh where does this thing exist? And really, it's just receptors all over the body. Um, yep. and, and that's kind of, you know, and the lock and key is essentially how when we like even our neurological system, when we have, you know, serotonin or whatever, and they are going back and forth between receptors, that's kind of how, how I picked up this is how the endocannabinoid system works. And so a lot of the things I was, I don't know if you've, have you heard of clinical endocannabinoid deficiency? I have not. Okay. So there it, again, it's a theory. Um, there's actually a theory that exists that the body, so certain conditions like IBS, for example, like a digestive issue may be caused by a deficiency in endocannabinoids, which I thought was super interesting. So then that bears the question, like, well, what, what actually like, what causes the deficiency, you know? And of course it may be inflammation. It may be something like that, but, sure. um, if like a deficiency like that is linked to a lot of things, then that would make sense why supplementing brings a lot of people, you know, back into balance. Um, yeah, I think it's interesting the what you mentioned around just, it, I mentioned it earlier on the lock and key. So someone may not even know you're deficient on a cannabinoid and what that unlocks for you or what that will serve for you and so whether that's you're feeling a little less anxious or hey you know i'm my muscles are feeling a little less or a little more relaxed but i think it's so unique for each person and as i've spoken to our our members and spoken to our consumers trying the product for the first time i still learn new reasons why people are trying or using our product and it just brings me goosebumps just thinking about the multiple ways that people are finding relief or more comfort um, by using a, a, a new natural product. Yeah. So given how CBD interacts with the endocannabinoid, do you say cannabinoid or cannabinoid? I think it's like a tomato, tomato, but I say <laughs> cannabinoid. Okay. I heard you say it differently. I'm like, okay, so I'll go with you. Endocannabinoid uh, system. What are the, what are the benefits of supplementing with CBD? So what are the things that people have kind of noticed? Cause obviously I mentioned sleep and pain and anxiety, and that's really the three mm -hmm. things that I have seen most people really talk about the most, but what are kind of the benefits of supplementing with CBD? Yeah, I think you, those are the three big ones that we're really looking at. And I think from a pain, sleep, and anxiety, it all boils up to what we think is really on the, the mental health level. And so we really look at it as like the opportunity um, to really to find better balance. And I think one thing I wanted to note is, you know, CBD is not this, uh, oh, wow, I really feel a difference really quickly. And you really have to tune in to what is feeling better. And I always like to say, it's not what you feel, but it's what you don't feel. And so when folks are using it as a daily supplement, it really, it's, 
it's a um I'd say it's a, a long ter- longer term play, but some feel the effects right away. Um, I personally take it for anxiety. I'm taking about 40 milligrams. Um, I take it a la carte. So I'm not taking it on a regular basis in anticipation. I'm taking it when I'm feeling a little more anxious. And you betcha, I took 40 milligrams before we jumped on this podcast <laughs> this morning. So sorry. Um, just to settle. No, it's okay. Yeah. But I think that's finding that balance when the perfect dose, but I think the pain, sleep and anxiety are really the big ones that we're finding. But again, I'm learning something new each day, whether it's a, a fibromyalgia or um, chronic pain, it's, it's a bit of a trial and error to find that, that perfect dose to what you're looking for. Noel, if you don't mind me asking, how much are you taking when you do take it? And kind of what's your cadence on CBD? Yeah. So I have, um, I have, could I just go with the 1200 milligram dose? Um, and yeah. I think it's, it is because it's chronic pain and that pain has been there for so long. So at the end, I always take it at night. I never take it during the yeah. day. Um, but it has been, so I've kind of switched it up. In the beginning, I was using it. Uh, more preemptively, if I felt a little bit anxious, something bothered me. You know, when you open your phone at night or you read something or somebody says something to you and it just kind of sits yep. <laughs> and you and you can't let go of it and then you can't fall asleep because it's spinning in your head. So I would use it more yep. preemptively of like, okay, something aggravated me today or just a minute ago, I'm just going to take it. Now, more recently, um, and we've got a lot of questions about sleep and I know a lot of women in this community, I'm going to make this, this side note too. A lot of times, you know, when we're out of sync and our and and our sleep is off like it's time to and and it's been going on for too long like sleep begets sleep good sleep begets good sleep and so a lot of times you need to bring out the big guns to um re get your circadian rhythms back on track because a lot of women who have had babies and now it's a year or two after and their sleep has been totally disrupted like their hormones are out of balance their sleep's out of balance like their circadian rhythms are totally off it is so hard to get your circadian rhythms back on track so that you're falling asleep and you're waking up you know at at 6 a.m or 7 a.m and not like at 4 a.m and so a lot of times that's the first thing that gets disrupted for me when i am stressed is my sleep. And so if I can keep my sleep on track, I can manage my stress better and my and, and anxiety isn't even a problem. So I always so, so true. Yeah. So I always just I ha- if I feel like I don't know if I'm going to get a good night's sleep tonight or if I'm just feeling a little uh, I will take it and I'll just take it even regularly for, you know, a week or so just to kind of set myself up for success for good sleep no pain um, and just like chill. And more recently, the problem that I've been having, and I know a lot of you are going to relate to this, is that um, my adrenals have just been a little bit burnt out. Not well, you know, that's not really what happens, but I'm just I'm burnt out. And so my adrenals have been acting up a little bit and I um, have been waking up at like four or five a.m. and can't go back to sleep, which is super annoying because that just leaves me so exhausted. So I actually take it in the middle of the night when I wake up in the middle of the night, and I'll I'm able to go back to sleep. You, you mentioned that you have the twelve hundred milligram 
bottle. Yes. That's 1200 milligrams of CBD in the total bottle. When you wake up in the middle of the night, are you taking a full tincture full or yes. what kind of your, Sorry. Yeah. okay. So, <laughs> yeah. no, that's okay. So a full tincture full is right around uh, 60 milligrams of CBD. Yeah. Um, so I just wanted to clarify kind of what that sweet spot is. Everybody's so unique. So when I'm anxious and can't mm-hmm. fall asleep, I actually take 120 milligrams has been my sweet spot. Wow, and when I take okay. that an hour before I go to bed, I wake up in the same spot that I went to bed in. I took it last night knowing I was going to have a little trouble sleeping, but it's, yeah. and it's beautiful that I don't, it's not like an Ambien or NyQuil where you have this fuzzy haze in the mm-hmm. morning of kind of slow to roll out of bed. I find that I fall asleep quickly. I stay asleep through the night and I also feel quite refreshed in the morning. Hmm. So it's, it's such a, yeah, universal product. Yeah. So, yeah. So I, I did have the 600 milligram bottle before and then I switched to the 1200 and I would, I was kind of experimenting with like, okay, let me just, there's like three lines on the actual bottle. So I kind of always know like, well, where am I at today? Like what line am I going to go to? And then I just started just taking the full dropper, which is like going to the very top and taking the full dropper of a 12 milligram, 1200 milligram bottle, um, which you said is 60 milligrams, correct? That's correct. Okay. So I now I, I do that. I, I, I don't know why before I was like, well, let me see if I can, you know, get by on less. But I just found that going with the full 60 is, is better. Um, and it just yep. is more effective. So it's there's, you know, no need to, like, be bothered by that or whatever. Like, it just I, I kind of wanted to do the experiment. And then once I found my my place and my safe zone, then it was then I was good to go. So I think this is an area of research that I'm just, like, really excited about getting to know more and more and it's kind of cool that we're in the middle of it you know we talk about things and we talk about uh, movements you know after they happen but it's really cool to kind of be in the middle of it and I know you you feel the same way but um, I just think it's cool that we we have this information we know that the body produces these you know these endocannabinoids cannabinoids. I'm going to say it the way that I'm going to say it because now I'm going to try to say it correct. Okay. Um, And that they like, you know, they're in the body and they they impact the body in a positive way. And now we can supplement with them as well. And it can, you know, bring the body back into balance. And so I just think it's... um, it's, it's going to be exciting to see, like you said, that where it goes in terms of different types. So CBD versus CBG and how that might help a specific condition more than another. So talk to me about I'm going to jump right to one of our um, questions, which was, what is the difference? This was from Jamie. What's the difference between full spectrum and broad spectrum when it comes to um, CBD products? So broad spectrum is having all cannabinoids, but no THC. And so you're going to have um, CBD, perhaps trace amounts of CBG, but a broad spectrum should not have any THC in their products. I would double check, triple check on those lab mm-hmm. tests. Everybody's a little bit different. And then full spectrum is having all of the cannabinoids, including THC. And so we have thoughtfully gone in the direction of including THC in our product for a couple reasons. And so before we launched Feels, we did a proof of concept. We sold topical, we sold tinctures, we sold broad spectrum, we sold isolate, which is 
just CBD by itself, no other cannabinoids. And we really took a data-driven approach to efficacy. We wanted to see what was truly helping people feel better. So we landed on a full-spectrum, full-cannabinoid um, tincture. And I think one thing I wanted to add to that is it's not only cannabinoids, but there's also terpenes. And so these are naturally occurring compounds in the hemp plant, but there's therapeutic benefits that come with these. So mm. when we were doing our exploratory uh, proof of concept, we were able to test different extraction methods that were able to harness not only cannabinoids, but terpenes as well. So you'll when you smell our product and taste it, there's definitely a hemp flavor to it, but we're not adding any additives or flavors or anything to change the original kind of structure of it. So that brings me to my next question, which there seems to be so many products. And we obviously have already talked about some of the problems with like what's advertised versus what's there. But do you have any data or, or information on like whether it's best to take CBD orally versus topically, because we've seen like I've seen like CBD lip balm and, you know, just like everything out there. Um, but I'm wondering if there's any research out there that exists about efficacy when it comes to, OK, you're going to take this tincture versus you're going to apply it, you know, on the skin. Yeah, so each person's individual are unique. So I want to say that like, there's multiple ways to take CBD, whether that's topically or ingestible by taking it by capsule or sublingually uh, for our tinctures. But it's it's all about absorption rate and it's all about tuning into your body and making sure you recognize what works for you. Um, I would say some find great relief using topicals for a direct spot. Maybe you have a achy elbow and you're really able to isolate that product right there on the elbow. Hmm. We went with... Um, sublingual so taking the tincture under the tongue which is the fastest way to get into your bloodstream and so this was a research part for us but i i encourage people to try different form factors you know it's not you may find that it's topicals perfect for me or you may say hey i don't feel a thing with topical so it's it's really unique to the individual but we found that the tincture form is one of the fastest acting into the bloodstream to feel the results. And you can also be very, uh, I guess, you can be articulate on what dose you need. On a tincture, mm -hmm. you're able to say, hey, 10, 20, 30, you can be very fine-tuned on what's working for you. Topical, you really don't know how much is being absorbed uh, through the multiple skin layers. So it's unique to each person, but then um, I encourage folks to try different forms because you never know really what, what will work for you uh, to find the best results. And does it depend on how CBD is extracted from the plant? Because I know that the extraction process can be a little dicey as well. So does that impact effectiveness? Oh, I'm excited that you asked that question. Um, so <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Um, so again, part of our research early on was to test different extraction methods. Some of the most common that you may have heard of is CO2 extraction. So that's using high pressure uh, to be extracting the hemp plant. There's also ethanol, uh, which is a biocarbon that they're using to extract the plant. 
And we were fortunate to find an extractor that's using what's called a lipid-based extraction. So they're actually using the terpenes from the plant to extract CBD and terpenes. So it's a very natural process. But during this process with this lipid-based extraction, they're able to control the terpene levels. And we talked about those early on, the therapeutic benefits that come with it. So the taste, the smell, um, all that come with our product was very thoughtfully done. I'm not to say that it is superior, but our data, I think it pointed us in that direction um, for a consistent product. So there's a lot of different ways that you can extract, but I think what's exciting is when you do have the full spectrum product with a full cannabinoid, full terpene profile, it really does elevate efficacy with all of the added benefits. And you said it sort of tastes like hemp. I think the one thing that um, I struggle I struggled with is that so many CBD oils have like crap oils or like additives, just like random stuff. Um, so what does that matter to does it does the carrier order oil matter? And are there any like actual preservatives that are needed? Um, like, you know, why does it seem like so many products have just like crap oils or just preservatives and stuff in them? I'm guessing it's and this is what I mentioned about the hemp. I'm guessing it's because people don't want it to taste like hemp or something like that. But to me, the taste is not a problem at all. Like it's not it doesn't it just tastes kind of neutral. Yeah, I, yeah. I also enjoy the taste and it definitely is, uh, I've tasted quite a few out there. Um, so we use an MC, organic MCT oil as our carrier agent. Some use hemp seed oil, um, but we went with an MCT oil that really helps as a carrier agent to deliver um, through the body. And so the CBD by itself as a compound really wouldn't be receptive to uh, absorption rates. So we went with an organic MCT oil, but I completely agree with you on the flavors, the additives, all the other things that you can be adding. We went with a less is more approach, just two ingredients, the full spectrum hemp extract and also an MCT oil as the carrier agent. Hmm. Okay, this is from Angel. She said, is this safe to use uh, daily? And then how do you know how many milligrams to take? So this is the the question of the day. <laughs> this is like everybody's like, yeah. hell, even Sarah, help with dosing. So where should someone start? Um, first, you know, is it safe daily? But second, you know, where does someone even start with like milligrams and dosing and, and all that kind of stuff? Yeah, so I will answer yes, it is safe to take daily. We have many of our members using it on a multi times per day, um, and the research is definitely supporting um, that uh, in that direction. I, I, the, my best advice on dosing, I love saying this, it's slow is pro. Go slow, start small, and see what works for you. Uh, Feels actually sells a flight. And so it's a product that allows you to sample three different levels. So a 40 milligram, an 80 milligram, and 160 milligrams. And so that gives the, the consumer a chance to see how that, that level of dose will affect you. I think one thing that we've learned is smaller doses of CBD tend to be more of a stimulant and everyday wellness. And then larger doses of CBD tend to have more sedative-like effects. And so that 160, uh, it definitely 
packs a punch, but some, some will use it for pain during the day at 160 milligrams. And some may use 160 milligrams an hour before they go to bed. And it, you know, they're waking up in the same place they went to bed in. So it's really so unique to each person, but slow as pro. You really have to listen to your body, be patient and really tune in, um, and recognize what you're not feeling. Again, there's no psychoactive elements with, uh, our products. So it's really, it's not a fuzzy haze or a high. You really have to tune in to, oh, you know, Hey, that I'm feeling a little less anxious or, you know, my, my hands are feeling a little bit better from inflammation. So it's really, you've got to be patient with finding that perfect dose. Sarah also had a good question. Like, is it possible to take too much? And what are those signs to look out for that you've taken too much? Like, if it's even possible. Yeah, the one thing I think the larger dose of CBD, you may just get really tired and fall asleep. Mm. We've definitely had folks, you know, that 80 milligrams, they're trying it for the first time and they realize that's too much. And so you may just be a little t more tired than anticipated. And that's when you can pull that dose back. But we've had the research that we're seeing is really um, there's been really n no negative side effects for taking CBD on a regular basis or taking too much. The, mo the most I've seen is really just someone getting very tired by taking too much. In your opinion, do some like, so this is like kind of another common question. Uh, I tried CBD oil pro or CBD products and I didn't feel anything. So yep. would it, I think, so my question is like, is it is it because A, they didn't take too much or B, they took a product that maybe wasn't forthright with maybe didn't actually contain the right amount or wasn't full spectrum or wasn't, you know, distraction wasn't right. So like kind of, what are those what are the potential problems that you see there with people like I didn't feel anything or didn't nothing happened right. for me? Am I one of those special people where CBD <laughs> doesn't work for me? You know, I hate I would hate that. So, yeah. I love that question, though, because it is people have tried a lot of products out there. You see CBD at the gas station now. You see mm. CBD in your latte. And so it's we're no, are you five serious? Milligrams. Oh, yeah. Five milligrams in your latte. Oh, it is that that is not what we're looking for here. Um, so those experiences that people are having trying it, they're they're not step putting this the best step forward, I think, to have a, a great experience. And so I think there's a couple of things that come into play is one dosing, maybe you didn't take enough, maybe you do need a full spectrum product, which has trace amounts of THC, or maybe your body is not pre-wired and it does not affect you. We have some folks that are so excited to be trying CBD and they, they're reading all the reviews and they're seeing all these other folks get good results and it just doesn't do anything for them. And so I know how frustrating that could be. I would suggest just be patient. It can take time to build up in your system. So it's, it, it is something that if you can make it a habit on an, a regular basis for, I'd say two weeks, um, finding that it takes some time. So I think some people can feel it firsthand right away and say, wow, this is fantastic. And some, it may take some more time. So I think I've said it before, just being patient. Um, I know it's, you really have to listen to your body to find what's working and what's not. You kind of recommend starting with the four, like 40 milligrams as like a base. Is that, is that correct? That's kind of where the flight starts. So is yep. that maybe where somebody should start instead of saying like, I tried five milligrams in my latte. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, and you may find that sweet spot is 40 milligrams and you can actually come down. We find a lot of customers will start with 40 and they're able to pull back to find that, hey, 20 really is that sweet spot for me. Um, but I think the the flight is a great way to try all three sizes that mm-hmm. we are offering. But it's really, it is unique that um, to find that perfect dose does take some time. So I just encourage you to, to be patient and journal, uh, I think, is a really important part of that process. And to, to take a note on how much you took, how did you feel, and what you're looking for for those desired results. Yeah. And just to clarify for the flight, you're going to see like three bottles. They're all going to have the exact same amount of liquid, which kind of threw me off. Essentially, it's just more CBD. It's just a higher concentration. You got it. You got it. We sell three bottles. So it's 600, a 1200 and a 2400 milligram bottle. So they're all the same size. And then the flight is a sample of a full tincture full of each of those bottles. And so it is just different concentrates, same level size bottle. And so it just each one packs a little bit more punch. Yes. So just to clarify, when I said 1200 milligrams, I don't take 1200 milligrams at once. (laughs) I take a full dropper from the 1200 milligram bottle. um, And that that is my like... I think that's kind of a good dose that just is great for sleep. And I think I read somewhere, too, that for sleep and chronic pain, you're typically going to need a little bit of a higher dose. Is that correct? Yeah, I would. I would. I completely agree that chronic pain and sleep definitely are on a, a higher dose than someone taking it for everyday mild anxiety. And just to go back to your own personal story, um, because I know this people are going to be like, wait, how did you do that? So you were you've kind of used this as a, a, to replace your anxiety medication, your own personal, you know, I think you said Xanax. So yep. how did you figure out that you that it was work? So if you were on Xanax, how did you figure out it was working? Did you slowly come off Xanax and then bring CBD in or did you bring CBD in while you were still taking Xanax? I realized Xanax was not for me. The grogginess, the I was just tuned out. So I, at one point in my life, just did a, I ripped the Band-Aid off and mm. stopped taking over-the-counter from an anxiety standpoint. And so it was a, probably a couple months later that I started taking or trying CBD. Um, and I had to be patient. I really, at first, I, I don't, vividly remember the first time I took CBD, but I do remember it took me a few weeks to really get behind it and be excited about that this is something that's helping me feel better. And so I think Mm -hmm. as I take a la carte as needed, I think that's been really helpful for me that I anticipate I may be anxious this evening, or if I went through an anxious uh, experience, I will take it after. And it really does... I like to call it almost like a warm hug. It really, <laughs> it settles me down. It, it takes my heart rate and that I can get very, I feel, most of the time I feel like anxiety shows up in my chest and it's very tight and it's very, um, and CBD really, it, it, again, it's like a warm hug for me. It just kind of settles me down, allows me to take a slower breath and really mm-hmm. be more present, which is really helpful. That's awesome. I love hearing that. Okay. Alex, thank you for sharing your personal story with us and like everything there is to know about CBD products. I feel like that 
it's really important that we get a clear picture of what's going on, what CBD is, and what's available. And and kind of like, you know, where we're at right near now, which, I mean, a, a few years in, it's not very far. So it's nice to kind of get a lay of the land about where we are. And I so appreciate you just taking the time to kind of walk us through all of those things. Um I know that obviously you're the co-founder of Feels, and so uh, you have, you know, all the things going on there. But is there any way, if, if somebody has more questions about, you know, yes. what to do, what's right for them, where can they go? Absolutely. So I am uh, in constant connection with our customer experience team. So the best way to deliver a question would be hello at feels.com. Uh, F-E-A-L-S. And I am reading those messages. They are uh, readily available for any questions you may have. And then also, we have a CBD hotline. Um, It is a direct line into our customer experience team here in Denver. Uh, And that number is 844-311-9090. And they will answer any and all questions you may have. Um, and if there's a question directly for me, just ha- let them know and I will get back to you as soon as possible. Be happy to answer any questions about my journey or how we got here today, but happy to be transparent on that topic. Yeah. And our link is feels. So again, that's F-E-A-L-S, feels.com, which is a great name. And I'm so glad I was like, oh, what an easy URL. Like, I'm amazed now when new companies get these easy URLs. Um, Feels.com slash well-fed is our link. So what I do personally is I am... I'm a member, so I get it sent to me monthly. That's usually what I end up kind of, I go through a bottle maybe a month, maybe every month and a half, but I kind of just have a backstock of like one or two now in, in my medicine cabinet. Um, so feels.com slash wellfed, you'll actually get 50% off your uh, first order plus free shipping when you become a member. That is an awesome deal. So sometimes it's sticker shock when you're looking at, at the prices up front, but if you, if you become a member, you get a discount um, and and that's just the way to go. And then if you do it through feels.com slash well-fed, you get 50% off your first membership order, which you can pause or cancel at any time. But I think that that's the best way to go because you're going to get it at like a pretty significant discount. And then you can just get a few more shipped to you, like, you know, over the the course of the next few months and you can pause it if you you know or cancel it at, and then restart it to kind of get if depending on your usage but i think that you'll find that you you kind of use one bottle a month depending on on how it works for you so again feels.com slash well fed i absolutely love it it's definitely helped and again it's one of those things that for me in particular it just helps you get back on track like when things get really when things are out of balance, essentially, when things are, um, you know, overwhelming or too stressful or your sleep is off, like it's just one of those things that's nice to have around to kind of reset you, to get you back on track. And then you may not need it for a, for a week or two. And then you may have a week when you need yeah. it every day. So um, it's just really nice to have around. So thank you so much, Alex, for being here. And I'm sure everybody will be coming to you with more questions. And you can also ask Wonderful. questions in, in our um, Well-Fed Women Holistic Health community. I'm happy to talk more 
more because of course I've you know I've I've been doing this for a while but I um, I'm happy to answer any questions if you guys want to ask them in there so that's on Facebook so thank you Alex my pleasure Noel thank you so much for the thoughtful questions thank you to your community for those questions as well and it was truly a pleasure chatting with you today thank you yeah so for more about feels again that's feels.com slash wellfed for more from me go to coconuts and kettlebells.com thanks for being here guys we will talk to you next week 